I don't like when they're trying to skip all in there and you don't know what they're. So I'm going to go ahead and go to verse, chapter 10 and I'm going to go ahead and read. The, I'm going to start in verse 1. And that's Acts chapter 10. He said, There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band. He was a devout man and one that feared God with all of his house, which he gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. And he, and he saw a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day, an angel of the Lord coming to him, saying, Cornelius, and when he looked him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy alms are come up for memorial before God. And now send man to Joppa, and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodges with Simon a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. And, and he shall tell thee what they ought to do. And the angel spake to Cornelius was departed. He called two of his household servants and devout soldiers of them, and they waited on him continually. When he had declared all these things, he went and sent him to Joppa. See, Cornelius had this vision. He was a devout man, but the problem was that Jews were not really permitted to go into people that are not Jewish's houses, and this was going to be a big problem here and everything. But God always in there, but right here, God. It's opening up for the Gentile race. It's opening up that the Gentiles in there. And Peter, and Peter was going, you know, Cornelius was there and he was a devout man. And God told him, he goes, I want you to send your two, two people there to get, to get Peter and to bring him back. And, that, and, you know, when he said that, that's what he did right away. We're not going to get into the vision of Peter, you know, about in there because it doesn't say anything about that. But, about unclean and clean, and there's a lot of that has to do with what what the Gentiles and every you know for a long time the Gentiles and the Jews they called each other dogs, and it, it's the same way now. You different races can't get along, different religions can't get along, and Peter is trying to say, you know, Peter is trying to say we're all made by God, and and he can he can change things and do things. And so you need, don't need to have all the problems that you had. And you should, in, your, in the lesson today, P Peter tells, tells them, you know, that, you know, we're all made by God. And, you know, that, you know, he's no respecter of men. You know, if you're, if you're a Jew or you're a Gentile and everything, God loves them all. And he died for every single one. He didn't, you know, he didn't just die for certain people. It's a whosoever. And I'm bad people, so he didn't die for me. I'm not good enough. I'm this and that. It doesn't say that in the Bible. You're adding things to it. The Bible makes it clear, and we try to make it too difficult, Michael. We try to say, well, you can in there. We need to take it like it is. And he says, whosoever can be saved, you know. And that doesn't eliminate, that doesn't eliminate anybody. You're a whosoever. I'm a whosoever. And, and the Jews over there, they can be saved. You know, the Muslims can be saved. Anybody can be saved. And Cornelius, you know, he was a very devout man. He was a centurion. And he was good. And he had a lot in there, but he had a lot of faith in God. And he believed in But he didn't know about salvation. He didn't know what was going on. And he was very, very, you know, he was very, very conscious that he wanted to know. 
He was searching for what God, you know, what what would make his life. And God heard his search. He heard his prayers. You know, people say, "Well, God never hears your prayers until the the sinner's prayers." And I always believed that, but I believe he heard Cornelius's prayer. And he was not a Christian. He heard Cornelius, and he says, "I've heard this." But he goes, "There's something else you got to do. You're a devout man. You pay tight. You you know, you give money and everything. But there's a little bit more to that." You have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and the Savior. There's a lot of really good people that come to church. They give all their money. They have, they they tithe. They do every, you know they're good in the community. But when you get to heaven, it's going to see if your name's in the book of life. It's going to see if the blood's been. It's going to see if you got sin in your life, Michael. If your sin's not covered, you're not going to get into heaven. Yeah, I think throughout the Bible, you see when people are truly seeking the truth. Oh, he, you know, he, and, and he was a very, you know, very devout, and I'm pretty sure, you know, he was ahead of a lot of different people, but he was respected, and 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 everything. He had a good name. I'm going to go to verse 23. It said, Then he called them and lodged them. And on the morrow, Peter went with them, and a certain brethren of Joppa accompanied him. And the morrow, they entered into Samaria, and Cornelius waited for them. He called together the kinsmen and his near friends. And as Peter was coming, Cornelius met and fell down at him at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter, but Peter took him and saying, Stand up, I also am a man. I'm going to stop there right there. You know, he goes in there. But Cornelius didn't know that. But we see that other places in the Bible where uh, where John seen the vision of the angels and he bowed down to him. He goes, no, I'm just a man. And you, you don't bow down to me. It's like the, the problems with a lot of religions. They put somebody, somebody else that you pray to and everything. I think of the Catholic religion. You pray to all the saints, you pray to the Pope and everything. There's one mediator between God and heaven, and it's not the Pope. It's not the Pope here on earth, and it's never been the Pope. You know, and the people have confused people for years, and they don't understand. But they, they are being taught. Like I said, I knew, knew a man that was a Catholic. I said, well, you got a Bible? He goes, I don't need a Bible. My priest has got one. I said, what if he's telling you something that's not in there? What? Eh, eh, eh. There has been bad priests. We all know that. There's been bad preachers and everything. If Michael gets up here and tells me all kind of stuff and doesn't tell me it's in the Bible and doesn't tell me where it's at, how am I supposed to know? Anybody that's in there needs to tell you where it's found, where it's at and everything. We can't be blind, you know. And a lot of times they have a lot of verses. And Michael, he says, you may not be able to go, well, when you go home, look at this. Said, study and show thyself approved. We need to study ourselves, and we need to pray. You know, we we can't just come to church one day a week and think that we're going to get fed enough for the rest of the week. If we only ate one day a week, I'd be a lot thinner than I am right now. I mean, every day we need to turn to the Lord and pray to Him, and read the Bible every day, pray to Him every day, witness to Him, you know, witness to Him. But Peter's telling me, he goes, don't bump down to me. He goes, I'm just a man. There's too many, there's too many of these uh, preachers around now that want the praise. 
You see all, and, and, and it's, they're more emphasized in them than they are Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our emphasis. It's not victory here. It's not Michael or anybody else. It's Jesus Christ has to be the main thing in our life. You know, Jesus and everything else comes afterward. But Jesus is the one that died on the cross for us. I'm going to go to verse 27. And he, he talked with him. He went and found many that were come together. And he said unto them, You, you know that it is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company and come with one another from another nation. That's what I was telling You know, they're not supposed to do that. This is contrary to what their laws are. But like I said, I... I've never went in there, but they made so many laws that nobody could obey all the laws. It's like on a Sunday, you weren't supposed to do this, you couldn't do that, you couldn't, you know, if he was in there. They made so many laws that it was so heavy that nobody could have, that's why Jesus, when he had to come there, he didn't do away with it, he just, tradition, all this tradition you have to do. God has showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Right there. You can't put down, you know, like I said, right now, we've all heard stories about how a, a Jewish person gets saved. His family has feelings for that person because they don't want nothing to do anything with them anymore. I mean, a lot of us have had problems when we became, we became Christians. We lose some friends and everything. But could you imagine if... You, if you, if, when I got saved, and my mom and dad said, "You're no longer our son. You don't have brothers and sisters. You choose between Jesus Christ and me." I didn't have to make that choice, but some of them did, and I and, and I, I can't imagine having to do. That. I can say, "Well, you don't know what you have to do until that situation." We have it easy here. We think we give. We think we're persecuted, Michael, and have to give up a few things. Look what they had to give up. A religion that they'd brung, you know, the Jews had brung up all these years and everything, and now they have to give all that up to accept the true Messiah. But the thing is, all through the Old Testament, it's been telling about the Messiah that was coming, and was telling about that. And Jesus has all the prophecies that he fulfilled. Anyway, he didn't just come in there and say, "Well, I am Him," and all these other guys that come around now, they're lucky if they fulfill one prophecy. I forget how many named Jesus. Fulfilled, but he did all these where he was born, he had no in there, or how he was going to die, and the way that he came in, all these it's a coincidence. I I, I don't believe it. God had to have intervention. Things just don't have I hate people say, Well, it's just it's God has a plan for everything we do. He had a plan for me this morning, what I was gonna wear, what I was gonna do, what I was gonna say. He had plans for the brother to come here. Everything God has a plan for everybody. To do it. Is it, it is a coincidence, Preston, that all this stuff happens. You know, it's in God's eternal plan and everything. And he's saying that, you know, nobody's unclean. Nobody is un, because before they were saying we, we shouldn't uh, offer salvation to the Gentile just to the Jew. It was offered first to the Jew and they, they, and they rejected it. But after they did that, they gave it to everybody else. You know, everybody else was offered it. Verse 
verse 29, Eric Prowork, I came into you without gang saying, as soon as I said, I asked therefore, what a tent ye have sent me? And Cornelius said, four days ago I was fasting this hour, and at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing, and, and said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard, and thy alms are heard, and remembrance in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa, and call hither Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodged in the house of one Simon the Tanner, at the seaside, when he cometh to the end to speak unto thee. Immediately therefore I sent thee, and thou hast well done, and thou art come. Now therefore we are present before God to hear all things that command to the hear of God. He's saying, I called you, now I want you to tell us what we need to know. He, you know, he was very, he, you know, he was searching, but he didn't know what was going on. We studied, we studied about how Philip, you know, about how he saved it went out and got the man saved and everything they did. And God, God sends people to do different things. You say, well, why would he send somebody just, just send Peter? Peter was preaching to a lot of people, but God cares about the individual. You know, he sends people one-on-one. -on -one. You know, he, you know, it just isn't all the crap. And a lot of people say, well, I can, you know, there's too many in there. God, God cares about every individual soul. He died for every, so you, you know, you can't just say, well, I want to preach to the big crowds. I want to do this because God sends it out to the, and I'm glad he did send it out to the individual, Michael, because if he had just sent it out to big crowds, what if we don't, you know, it shows that he's care and he's concerned about everybody. Well, he was seeking too. The eunuch, the Ethiopian eunuch was seeking. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, he sent him out to just. He had went to worship bought a scroll of Isaiah, he's reading it, he's trying to figure out what the truth is, because he asked Philip, he said, is he talking about himself or another man? And, uh, and well, I, I sure felt when he had, Spirit sent Philip right there to... I'm sure when Philip heard all this, you know, did he say, this is a coincidence that you're doing this? Right. No, no, he said, God had led every step of the way. And he says, it, it just so happened you're reading what I got in there. Yeah, Isaiah 53 of all chapters of the Old Testament for him to be reading. Yeah. He's reading the one about Jesus Christ. Amen. And there's no stronger chapter about him in the, the whole Old Testament. And that's what he just happened to be reading as Philip 